So Hello. you have a new. You have a, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? So you have a new computer? Hold on. Oh. <laughs> what is happening? I'm on now. You're in the cockpit of the fal- Falcon. It sounded like you were like going through some turmoil there, but you yeah. popped your way out. <laughs> Got the headset on and everything, dude. He's like, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> What up, my nerds? This is the Siete Uno, and we're coming at you with another episode of GSPN. As always, I have my colleagues here, my friends. They're not colleagues, they're friends. On my left, I have... Darth Jafar. Even though he didn't know. (laughs) He didn't know he was on my left, but he knows now. And then on my right, I have... Hey, everybody, it's Falcon (laughs) Chew. I was wondering if the if the computer got to him in time. I'm sure you we're, we're hoping if everything works out, you'll hear our computer trauma, drama in the beginning here. But we're back. We're back. We've been gone for like a month, but we're back. We should be back to our normal schedule. I know that I said that the last time, but we should be back on our normal, normal schedule moving forward unless something else catastrophic comes up. But yeah, so what's been going on with you guys? What's... Been going. I know for me, I just turned 31 last week, so that was dun, fun. Dun, dun. You I'm finally joined the club. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby in this group. Oh, that's why I'm so evil, because I'm in the middle. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Out of the three of us, you are the middle, the middle child. I have to just fight for attention. <laughs> eee, no, man. Yeah, it's been a, a good change to 31. I've I feel like my acid reflux is more in tune. It's always on. It's great. I'm happy like a, for it. You gotta be walking around with them antacids in your pocket, ready to go. Dude, I have them at my table, ready to go. Like I can eat them as soon as I'm done eating. I can just pop like three of them in there. Just bam. Like today, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be not able to sleep tonight. Like right now, I just burped. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna throw up. I think it gets better, Siete, because I'm 31 and a half, and I've been pretty antacid-free, man. I mean, acid-free. <laughs> yeah, but What's you also going on? You also eat healthy. Hey, you're right, you know. But you got your since, meals. No, 31 and a half, yeah. Yes, that's true. Today I had a burger, and this, for breakfast I had tacos. You know <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to eat after we finish everything up tonight, have a late dinner, but it's probably just going to be like rice and I- uh, like uh, some veggies. I don't think I could. I don't think I could eat that late. That's too. That's too late for me. I'm gonna stay up all night. True. It's gonna be like ten something, maybe eleven, but it is what it is. <laughs> oh, you need to have a good, a good uh, meal before tomorrow. That's true. Oh, yeah. Getting 
my my fucking least favorite thing in the world needles so but you like the needles when they got ink in them that's that's just it's so it's different i don't know <laughs> i feel like everyone i feel like everyone i know that has tattoos <laughs> agrees it's different than getting a shot because it's little needles and they're like scraping your skin and i'd rather be <laughs> scraped with something than have like one single noticeable needle be injected deep into my skin and stay there for like a second and inject something into my like vein or blood stream or whatever see i don't i don't i don't mind needles like i don't give a fuck about a needle like i'm just like all right whatever just do it what annoys me is my mind thing or like i don't know how to explain it like i don't mind needles but my body subconsciously does not like needles because i do y'all remember like when i fainted when giving blood yeah i do (laughs) yeah so for the listeners i fainted uh when we were in high school they had the blood thing whatever it's called red cross i don't know they came over to for us to donate blood and like if we're old enough we could donate our blood or whatever so i was like yeah fuck it i'm looking 18 i can donate blood i donated blood so i went over there to you know get my blood drawn and previously when i was younger i had gotten a a flu shot i think or some kind of shot at a, a doctor's office and i saw them stick me and i went to like we left like where everything was fine like all right we're leaving and then i got into my car and i just fucking passed out as soon as i got in and my dad freaked out took me back to the to the doctor they had to do the smelling salt shit on me and they're like all right well so you did because and i was they're like so you didn't cry or anything when you got the shot but you probably subconsciously can't see see yourself getting stuck which happens so whenever someone gives you a shot maybe don't look at yourself getting a shot and i'm like all right cool i can do that so i so fast forward to this time i know i'm not supposed to look at myself get a shot so I'm or get stuck, so I'm like, have my head turned. I'm not looking at it. They stick me, they you know, I put my arm down or whatever. I'm like, I'm fine, whatever. So I'm just there, I'm chilling. And then our friend SpongeBob was getting his blood, blood, blood drawn, and he was like in front of me, and I saw him get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I and at first I was like, oh cool. And then before I knew it, I was like fucking passed out. And I can remember I started dreaming like I was like at a park or something, and they were like kids or something. I don't know. They were like on a merry-go-round. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I just hear siete, siete, siete. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I I had the smelling salts too, and they woke me up and they're like, you fainted. And I'm like, oh great, that's awesome. Because the needle, because of the blood draw. Because the first time I ever passed out was with a blood draw and i wasn't even looking and then i was like maybe it's because they were taking like literal life source out of my body you know <laughs> but <laughs> well, no, no like uh, like after that like i even even if i just got a shot i would get like woozy and like lightheaded and like have to sit down and i was like nah i think it's needles i think i know that like i'm getting a foreign object pricked into me <laughs> I, know, I i think it was i don't think it was that i was getting my blood drawn i think it was that i saw i saw spongebob get get stuck <laughs> and i think that just like triggered something in me i'm just like oh shit i can't see that so that's yeah, why we that... need universal health care because if i need to get like my health insurance every year i have to get a blood draw annually <laughs> and i'm like fuck that i ain't doing that i'd rather not have health insurance than get an annual blood draw <laughs> You get free health insurance, and you don't want to get the free health insurance. Exactly. (laughs) 
That's fucking awesome, Jafar. Because you have to do it on your like fucking birthday, I think. Oh no 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 no! That's when you were enlisted. You had to do it on your birthday. Oh, that's a sucky way to do things. I know. That's why I don't. That's one of the reasons I think I don't celebrate my birthday is because every fucking birthday I had to go down to medical and get my fucking annual blood draw. <laughs> that sucks, man. That's a bitch ass move there. But well. We've got a bit of an agenda today. We've got a few things to talk about. Number one, this is going to be our sports-heavy episode, and we've got a lot to talk about because we're recording this after the our, our great and honorable Spurs lost their, their play-in tournament game. And yeah, it was uh, pretty... Pretty depressing, especially for me, because later on we're going to have a little bit of discussion about why I'm a little depressed about this. But <laughs> but yeah, this is, you know, I, I'm seeing, I mean, like I said in previous casts, Jafar and, and Falcon and I are, are in the, the official Spurs page and we're watching, you know, we're watching what people say or, and whatnot. And I found it, I found it funny. Jafar went in there and was like, you know, who doesn't forget fucking the Spurs ESPN? GSPN. <sighs> <laughs> gotta promote yeah you gotta promote i hey i think we did promote do something because we got fucking people going and listening to us or something oh or we got some kind of bump i don't know what we did space facebook told me that somebody looked at our shit and i was like okay cool <laughs> Facebook said so. Facebook said so, so we're good to go. But yeah, so what is what was y'all's take about, you know, the ending of the season? How did y'all feel and what are y'all's kind of thinking moving forward? Well, we got a lot further than I thought we would have anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe I'll save it for when we talk about how we feel about the play-in tournament. But we got an extra game out of the season just to look at what our, our kids are like, our young core and you know i don't i don't think i'm disappointed but i'm definitely not in a hurry to be in this rebuild mode man like <laughs> like i think i've heard already that rudy gay and is it Diang, i think is a, an unrestricted free agent Probably. or someone else that like rudy gay for sure is already looking to like join a new club and i think demar should go like he did what he had to do he got traded here he didn't like act like a little bitch about it he finished out the rest of his contract doing what he could and it's time to let him walk be a third option on like a, a team where he'll be happier but yeah i mean just looking into the future all i can think is like he, this is a, officially a clean slate for the spurs because no shit's Kawhi's trade for demar was like the last little tail end of that like 2014 team mm-hmm. that won the championship because it was like we got rid of boris the only person around now is a uh, patty. patty but we'll see if that that stays you know, we could we could definitely try to trade for like to get up in the draft or anything like that. That would be Especially good. Especially trade him. But yeah, dude, just one hundred percent a clean slate. We have Lonnie, we have Derek White, DJ, Devin Vassell, you know, and we have another high draft pick. I think we're gonna get like the I know we're in the lottery again, that's for sure. Really? Sure. Yeah. I was looking Damn at it. an article and it said that we should land between the the eleventh and fourteenth slot. Or oh, at least our cool. odds are around there. So Kind of the same situation as last year. I don't really know what the draft class is like for this summer. But, I mean, I can look at highlights any day. But we need a fucking big man. Holy yeah. shit, we need a fucking big man. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on a lot of that, Jafar. What about you, Falcon? What are your takes? What is your thinking for this ending of the season? We need a fucking big man. <laughs> 
Valanchunas ate us alive in that playing game. But playing game aside, yeah, I don't expect DeRozan to come back. I'm surprised to kind of see on Facebook, like to see a lot of people saying like, what should we offer DeRozan? Because I don't think that's even in the cards. But yeah, I don't see that being in the cards at all. Yeah, but you know, just let him go. Yeah, like Jafar said, he came and did his thing. I never, he was here for two years and we just didn't get anywhere that that we wanted to it's our young core that's going to remain here we may lose a couple of pieces because we have a i don't know a lot of like we still have a lot of guards but mm-hmm. <clears throat> going to keep the main things here a little concerned about Derek white because he's starting to seem a little injury prone and we just paid him a last year but just yeah, how long excited. is the contract? It was oh, a four year. Oh yeah, seventy million. We're stuck with him. I don't know if it was seventy million, but I'm just looking forward to it. The next year, man. I think I saw on Facebook someone said that they they you know, but I don't really trust everyone on Facebook. <laughs> but they said <laughs> uh, the the worst the worst pick that we should get is like number twelve. But whatever happens, happens. Shout out to Pop for working with what he had, man. Yee yee. I 100% agree, and I 100% agree with both of you. With a lot of what y'all said, I think we. We definitely need like another big man and i i mean I, i'm always gonna say portal i think is is good like i see the potential for him a, a lot a lot during the season i saw him kind of improve to like you know just being a center just there to get rebounds to actually scoring to actually like posting up there are some situations i mean he still needs to work on the post which blows my mind that a big man cannot post up because you know that just blows my mind like i I, like what the fuck do you do during practice before you got to the spurs like how did you not post up before but yeah man like he he did grow this year which i like i mean everyone grew i feel like everyone is like Dejounte. i felt grew a lot i felt he you know i mean before the season started i was like really nervous about his shot and then what happened towards the end his shot developed like he became a little more i mean not a, not a fucking 100 accurate three-point shooter kind of shooter but when some games were on the line he was one of the options that shot the shot and he made it you know and like fuck it you know like that's that's good and he he's becoming a little better of a finisher which i think was something he needed to work on and then even developed a mid-range shot which i think is awesome you know like that's He's becoming a scoring option, which is something we need him to do. We need, especially if we let DeRozan walk, like I feel we need someone to pick up that slack of scoring. And I feel like he's the one person. The one the one thing that I'm really nervous about and I, I really think they need to work on is just their fucking consistency because they are inconsistent as fuck. Like some game, like, I mean, they fucking kill the fucking Bucks when they're all, when they're running on all cylinders and then they fucking lose a fucking 30 point lead to the Celtics, you know, like what the fuck happens happened to that, you know? Yeah. So I, I really want them to become a little more consistent. If that happens, I think we're going to be back on top with the Spurs, but I'm just trying to look at some stats right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stat man. Derek White on remember the beginning six games, man. That's, Literally half the season. Half the season. But he averaged 15.4 per game, point, which is only three-tenths of a fraction, or, you know, three-tenths of a point behind DeJounte, who averaged 15.7. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, they both can put the ball on the hoe. That's for sure. Yeah, and then how much, what was, uh, because we're, I mean, we're going to definitely need to find fucking, talking about going back to my money ball theory and everything. We're definitely going to have to, because we're going to be losing, what, 20 points a game with DeRozan? Or no, he probably had more points per game. 21. 
21.6. So we're going to be losing that on average every game. So we're going to need someone to pick up that slack. And Lonnie or DeJounte, well, Lonnie for sure needs to pick up that slack. DeJounte Keldin. needs to pick up that slack. Keldon needs to pick up that slack. You know, if they could all just bump up their averages just two or three points, I think we could make up DeMar, losing DeMar in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think DJ is ready to take the, the leading score role. Because, like, I, I said this, like, a few, I think, like, a year ago. Like, I don't like Westbrook too much, but DeJounte is very capable of, like, Westbrook stats, you know? Yeah. Getting 10 rebounds and, like, 8 assists a game with, like, 20 points. Now, if he develops a jump shot and, you know, an actual basketball IQ, unlike Westbrook, then uh, I think it's dangerous. Well, dude, it's, it's forming, you know? I mean... He's moving along. He's going in that direction. I, I feel like maybe maybe starting next year, maybe starting next year or maybe one more year, and we've, we've got him in his prime going, you know, full steam ahead, scoring points like, like Westbrook. I, I can see that happening within the next year or so. And Lonnie, I love Lonnie, man, but he's still, like, very inconsistent. Yeah. Like, he'll, fuck, he'll have, like, 18 one game, 23 the next, 4 the next uh, game, then go back up to, like, 15, then down to eight it's like okay but dude that's the spur that's been the season the spurs all season which like, tells everyone should lonnie be a six man energy off the bench like manu would he even like that and you do Derek white point guard Dejounte shooting guard Keldon small forward lonnie six man well isn't that what he's doing now is it i don't know yeah. i don't have the access to the games <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Lonnie is the sixth man right now. He's the energy off the bench. Mm-hmm. But the problem though, I think does come back to him being inconsistent. Like he's not he's just like he's the energy off the bench and then he doesn't do the points off the bench either. Like that's like he needs to bring both. Like he needs to bring the points and the energy. And you know, that's what Manu did. Manu came off the bench and he fucking brought the energy and the fucking point. Yeah. Well, if Rudy Gay leaves, that's also an extra 20 minutes per game. Yeah. Free for floating. So Rudy and DeMar alone leaving adds up to like 53 minutes of play time. And, and Patty. If, if Patty leaves, then that's like another 20. And and see, that's what I, that's, that's been my argument. And, and I feel that that's the whole reason why I didn't like the idea of getting so many guards, because I think they're all good. Like, like for sure. Number one, like the person I, I'm ready to see, I think he could be a starter and, you know, perform really well is Vassell. Vassell as a rookie, I mean, he, he was able to hang in there, you know? He he scored points, he he played defense for 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 the most part, you know? I mean, I think he could develop a little more, but he's also a rookie, so it's 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 acceptable, you know? Like his mistakes are acceptable for being a rookie. So, yeah. I mean, definitely if DeMar and and Rudy leave, I think that gives us minutes for Vassell to to take and to become a little more integral into the to the game. My my one argument is that I think I definitely think Pop should not go after too many veterans, which I know probably sounds like a bad thing because like they, I, I think Pop and I, I kind of see that point of view where veterans bring a certain leadership to the to the role, but you know they need better um, to throw them in the fire. 
Yeah, like, and, and you know what? Before, like, I, I remember you talking about this before, a long time ago, before we even started doing the cast. I remember you talking about throwing them in the fire and just kind of letting them go. And, you know, I disagreed with you then, but now, now looking at the team that we have, I kind of do think that needs to happen. Because then the, the person who's a natural leader will step up, mm-hmm. whether it's DeJounte or, you know, like someone I, we're not even thinking of. But yeah. I feel like DeJounte's, like, could be the guy to, and, like, and- get in people's faces. Yeah, and I think he is the guy. Kobe, and, I yes. mean, and you know what? He, you know, I, I always tell this story because this is the reason why I freaking love Dejounte Murray is because this was way back when he was like a rookie. I remember, it, I mean, you know, it's Tony Kawhi, Tim Duncan. It was in that championship team, or I think it was the year before they won the championship. I think it was the year they lost to the Heat, and they were in the huddle, and Pop was like chewing into them like about getting rebounds and whatnot. And Dejounte, he came, he stepped up, and he and like he was like a a freaking second year player he said you know pop the guards need to step up and get rebounds too we all need to get rebounds not just the big man we can't rely on them and you know he said that to like fucking tony parker and manu and all them and you know he's i feel like that that won me over with Dejounte. that's why i'm so keen on him becoming the player for us and yeah i just i can see this team getting better and I, I think they just need the minutes on the floor now like i think they've had the leadership they've they've been developed as best as they can now it's time for them to be to let them out of the nest and just fly or sink and get rid of the ones that sink i'm ready but i'm ready to there is one thing i did want to address because we were talking about our facebook post our facebook group and yeah man i i, I feel like we have to address some of the stuff that they are saying on there like holy shit man like every time i go on there like pop needs to leave pop needs to leave we need to trade off Dejounte and whoever and i'm like i i get it I, i'm curious to see what y- y'all think about it but i mean my point of view is this is a young team and they need to grow into this position in playing and i mean it's gonna take time and i've accepted that fact i don't think we're gonna win a championship anytime soon like i think we'll win a championship again like i definitely see that being in the cards but I don't see us doing it anytime soon just because we need we need to grow like we need we need to be to grow into the roles and I feel like they're on the path to doing that but you know it's it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen next year it's not gonna happen the year after that so people saying that pop needs to lost his touch or whatever he's got all young bucks like everyone's expecting him to win now when he doesn't have the the team to win now like if Kawhi had not been a bitch and stayed this is why I'm like people ask me like why I get mad about Kawhi this is the reason why I get mad about Kawhi because we were building around him we 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 would have won another championship if he had stayed especially with all the young core that we brought in i mean of course things would have been different we probably wouldn't have had vassell we probably wouldn't have lonnie walker but you know we would have had a core that was developing with Kawhi, and Kawhi would have been front and center and he would have had support around him but now we've had to fucking change our whole our whole situation here and it's because of him like if he had stayed things would have been different and i understand think shit happens and you know whatever that's a whole other story but i mean really if we had known his intentions that he wasn't happy here then we wouldn't have fucking tried to build a team around him that's my anger with it if i had if, if he had said up front like hey i don't want to be here then fuck it peace out later fine don't you don't have to stay but we're not going to build a team around you 
and you know and that's what we were doing like we had him in the plans to build a team but i digress going back to the facebook stuff i just it frustrates me to see the facebook stuff because people just want to win now and i feel like they're like the way i see it is like they're fucking like if they were in charge they would be running the fucking browns of football you know like they would just be making moves to try to get high high caliber players and not do anything with them but that's just me that's the way i see it what is your perspective jafar i agree that there are a lot of impatient people who just want to win now 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 because they got like we we have already admitted we've been baby fed spoon fed with the spurs of you know i'm not gonna say modern past history but <laughs> officially the spurs of old you know because they're all gone mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say be one of those people either that sit, like demands like pop needs to leave like pop is the problem but i i won't also like back down to admitting that the last year and some change i've been saying you know what it really is like uh, it's the game's kind of changing pop has done everything he had to do for san antonio and i really i like same way we want to i say to unleash the young bucks and just throw them into the fire and let them figure out like who's good, who's the leader and all that i kind of i kind of want pop to to leave so that the coaches that are going to take over after him anyway can kind of get thrown in the fire with them and and like i want to see becky out there like actually holding the reins like not even not even have pop to rely on pop is at home watching the game like with a beer in his hand you know i want her to have like full responsibility you know but so i forget how pop's role is he's the head coach and he's also the gm right no the i thought buford was the GM? I thought Buford was. Oh no, Pop is head of basketball operations. Something. He's something else. I forget what it is. He might be assistant GM. Okay. Well, I mean, see, for me, I mean, number one, I, I semi disagree with you, Jafar, just because I, I kind of feel we need Pop at least to to develop to develop these players to have better traits and like to have you know to to be put on the right path and i think maybe another year or two and we're good and then we can let let them go uh, and move on and i definitely do think becky needs to be the next one especially I, I feel like there needs to be someone within pop's team that was there with pop learned from pop to become head coach and continue pop's legacy and i feel like becky would be the one that would need to do that but yeah man i mean i just i don't know i'm just not ready to I, I guess me personally, I, I feel like maybe Pop should just take a maybe step down as head coach, but stay on the team as president. I mean, not take a, as big of a role as, you know, he had in the past. But at some point, that's what I would like to do. Not now yet. I still want Pop now. But at some point, I feel like that's one thing that we can do. But what about you, Falcon? What is yours, your take on everything that's been said on Facebook? Remember, I forgot. I was trying to look for the post. Um, but remember, I sent you this post that someone put on Facebook, and I was like, I'm about to quit following this page. <laughs> and then, see, it was like, I'd already be gone. Just because, you know, oh, yeah. people what on was there that? that I tried looking for it, I couldn't find it. But, I mean, Facebook is a platform for people to express their opinions, so I get it. But, you know, we don't have to agree with them all, and that's also, that's also our right. But uh, I don't agree with uh, people say, saying for Pomp to leave. I think, like you said, Siete, Pop has done everything for for the team and for San Antonio. And when Pop wants to leave, he can leave. And I know this is extreme, but if Pop said, I'm going to coach for 10 more years, I know that's not going to happen. But I I would allow it. But I think he's just molding it. On When Tim Duncan got inducted to the Hall of Fame, 
last week he did his speech and i thought it was crazy how he saved pop for last like he talked about his daughter and his wife and then pop but when he was talking about pop i teared up and cilantro was there cilantro was watching me and i, and I through the corner of my eye i saw her look at me and i was like god dog and she's looking at me but <laughs> you know i let it flow i let it flow and i'm not ashamed of it and the reason was because Tim was saying all these good things about Pop and and then on the back of my mind I was just thinking about all the shit that people are talking about him on Facebook and it just it, it kind of hurt me because he's done a lot and people are talking shit about him like as soon as you stop as soon as your team stops winning we're done with you yeah you know? and um and Tim mentioned in the in his speech you know that Pop did a lot more than just coaching so that's what develops these guys and I know he's not gonna stick around for that much longer if he if he called this a season then I'd be fine with that too so. Yeah, and 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 I agree with what, exactly what you just said. It's sad. I think it's sad because you know this whole time I've been thinking like San Antonio is this smart place that can understand that it's a system, it's a process. You know, it's gonna take time. If we gonna if we're gonna lose, it's it's better to lose now so that way we can win later on. It's better to lose the battle than to lose the war. And, you know, I thought I thought it felt like San Antonio had that in their grasp and being on these Facebook posts, you know, I kind of feel like that's not the case. Like they they just want to win now. And I feel like they're the they're the type of people that would be willing to trade off all of our players that we have this young core that we have. I feel like they're willing to trade them off and to get big name players here. And I'm like, that's I just don't you know what that's something smart. You know what I think? I think that that they're probably getting all wrapped up in, in the the other teams, the super teams that are getting built, you know, and they're thinking, well, why don't we do that? And, you know, that's never been our way. And that wasn't the way that it was years ago. But recently teams are just building super teams. And that's that's probably what they're wanting. And 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 you know what? And 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 I mean, this is more, I guess, fucking Biggie D talk, talking more than me. But, you know, it's just not going to happen. Like, we're not going to get a super team like that. Even when I was younger, I remember... I remember asking Biggie D, like, don't what? Why don't people just come to the Spurs? Like, why don't we fucking have Kobe trade or come to the Spurs? You're, you know, to win. And it's like, and he explained it well. It's like San Antonio just doesn't have the money for that. We can't afford to to do that kind of stuff. So, but don't forget we're cursed too, because uh, anytime we do sign a pretty, you know, nice vet like a uh, free agent, Richard Jefferson, Lamarcus Aldridge, <laughs> it ends up being wasted dude <laughs> they like yeah. don't they're not the same player they were after we signed them yeah it's they, like completely lose whatever it was that attracted us to them yeah dude they just it's and and i i hear like i heard like lamarcus say you know when he came over here he felt like he had to play in a certain system and he was trying to to do that and that's what kind of held him back with the spurs and i mean it's it's continued for, until the end of his career here but yeah, I don't know. It's it's frustrating to read those posts just because us as as sports fans, well, I guess us playing in sports, we understand like the inner workings of it. It's not easy. Like winning like that is not something that happens like on the regular like that, you know? Build something special and to get back to that point, you have to get pieces and we're trying to get the pieces, but we don't have them just yet. And at some point, we I think we will have the pieces again for a championship team. But not right now, and it's gonna take some time. But we're but gonna in, hear those people griping on Facebook for a couple more years. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be griping for a few more years. Speaking of fucking segue, perfect segue. 
speaking of griping, one thing I did want to also bring up, a lot of people were griping, or a lot of players have started griping about the play-in tournament. And I've also seen it on Facebook. You know, people don't like the playoff tournament. And I've been curious what y'all's thoughts are. Because I'll, I'll say first, I, I kind of like the play-in tournament, and then I kind of don't like the play-in tournament. Because I like it because, you know, a small 10 seed has a chance, you know, like before they didn't have a chance. Now they have a chance. It, it allows more people to have access to the to the playoffs, which I think is a good thing. I've always felt like that's a good thing. More teams that have access to the playoffs can create dramatic shit. Uh, but I've seen people say, and I, 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 one thing, like I was telling you all before the cast, you know, one one person that had a problem with it was LeBron because LeBron at the beginning said, oh, yeah, I like the play-in tournament, I think that's a good idea. But then once he's in the playoff tournament, he kind of changes suit and he's like, he thinks this is a stupid idea. And so I'm curious, what is what is y'all's thoughts? What about what, what's your thoughts, Jafar, on the play-in tournament? I thought I was gonna like it, but I don't. It's kind of maybe you can call me a traditionalist, but then there's there's I think there's other valid points I can make. Like, and you just said like you like the idea that like the number ten seed can like get the chance to like get in there. But I'm like, when I was thinking about it, when I was doing the, our bracket, which we'll talk about our brackets later. Yeah. I was, I was like, this is stupid because if you take the team that's supposed to be the seventh seed and you take the team that's already kind of sitting at the eighth seed and let's say you put them both in the play-in tournaments and they both end up like killing off the teams they had to face and then playing each other and then, you know, loser gets eighth and whatever gets seventh. Um and they just fall where they were anyway, then it's like, it was a waste of time. Because yeah. the team that was sitting at number seven got number seven anyway. And the team that's sitting at number eight got number eight anyway. And I'm like, just it should just they should just take what they've got. You played a, whole, a full season. 72-game season isn't that short of a season. You, like, Lakers and Warriors were seventh and eighth, respectively. And it should have been that way. And, yeah, maybe it's because the Spurs were in the tenth slot, and you like the idea that we could get in there. <laughs> but I don't. I also don't like the idea of a single elimination game to get into the playoffs. Because now look at what's happening in the first round. It's going to be the Jazz versus the Grizzlies, and I don't know. I would rather just watch the Jazz go against the Warriors because I just want to keep watching Steph Curry like torch them. And you never know. Like the Warriors are probably one of the more unpredictable teams than the Grizzlies. Because now when I look at the bracket of Jazz versus Grizzlies, I'm like, Jazz in six, most, you know. Mm -hmm. But if it was Jazz versus Warriors, it's the Warriors, and it's Steph Curry. And it, I, as an, a basketball fan, I would be like, damn, dude, like, I honestly think, like, Curry can take him to seven games. And, like, who knows what he'll fucking do in game seven against the Jazz. Like, he might knock off the number one team. But now we're not going to get that because they played one game against the Memphis Grizzlies and they just happened to lose. And now we get to watch the Grizzlies in a fucking, you know, best of seven series with the Jazz. And I'm like, the Grizzlies aren't coming out of that. Like, I know. Which is good for me, I guess, because I picked the Jazz moving on anyway. But it's just like, <laughs> you know. But I, I guess let me pose this argument to you. Let me pose this argument to you. So let's say, like, scenario is you know at the beginning or like towards the middle of the season like an all-star like let's say just taking it back a step let's say fucking like tim duncan got hurt for us in the middle of the season you know mm -hmm. and that dropped us down but it wasn't an injury a severe injury enough that you know he was out for the rest of the season he was just out for like a few weeks and then he's back but during that time we lose like we go on a fucking horrible losing streak so i guess my argument would be like wouldn't the play-in tournament be good for situations like that where 
you know, there was a team that was like firing on all cylinders and they were doing well. Star player gets hurt and they're they should have been like eighth or seventh, but then you know they're 10th because of that injury. Don't you think that would be I guess I guess that's my argument that wouldn't you think that that would be a good reason to have that tournament? Not really, but then again, that's like my traditionalist coming in because back in the day, if that were the case and we slipped from like fourth seed down to 10th seed and then, you know, the playoffs came around and there wasn't a playing tournament back then. It was like, well, fuck, dude. Like, I guess next year. And it's like, it makes you happy too. Cause what if we were kids back in, in the thousands and we, let's say we finished at the second seed, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's say Kobe got injured <sighs> and the, the Lakers went from like fourth seed down to the 10th or the, the like ninth seed or something like that. Or let's just go, yeah, whatever, whatever fucking seed. And they happen to like get a chance to like play us in the fucking playoffs with a healthy Kobe. I'd be fucking pissed as a Spurs fan. I'm like, man, god damn it. Kobe should have been out. Like, <laughs> Lakers should have been out of the playoffs. They had a fucking 33 and 70, re- whatever record. Like, fuck this. So I That's think the playing point, tournament yeah. is only fun if your team <laughs> who's sitting at nine or 10 just happens to like win those games and go into the playoffs but i mean at the end of the day teams that are sitting at the 10th seed anyway aren't going to be much fun they're not going to get too far in the playoffs so it's like it's stupid just get the team that's already at eighth and put them in the eighth that's but that's just me what about you falc i went to the piss room so (laughs) forgive me if i repeat something that you said i think it's exciting I do think that it sucks for the seven, eight seeds, <laughs> you know, because, well, I, I feel like I'm step, stepping on what Jafar just said, but they, yeah, the, these, these dudes, seven and eight that normally just make it into the playoffs. Now they got to fight. They got to fight for, to try to get into the playoffs. I, I still think that we should kind of try to do instead of just the West and the East, try to do just the first 16 teams, you know, overall. And then, yeah, if you want to have a playing tournament with the, you know, including the last eight, no, I don't fucking know. You know, <laughs> the same way they did it this year, but the the end of the bunch, then that's fine. I think it kind of sucks to have just one game decide it all. However, that's exciting, and that they they've been looking for a new format for a while, and this is kind of exciting. We'll see how it goes. It's for the most part, these games were exciting. The playing tournament, except for the the East. You know, and the Pacers blew out the Hornets and all that. But mm-hmm. I'm okay Y'all, with it now. Falcon made a more valid point right there. What if what if in the thousands, the Spurs were at number seven, and then they had to play against, like, who really sucked in the thousands, man? That was in the West. Like, the Warriors of the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, That's who right. were sitting at number 10. And the Warriors just happened to have a great game, and boom, we're out. But also, wouldn't you be pissed? Yeah, back then, Healthy Duncan and Parker and everybody? Back- Back then, the West was so saturated, you know, and that, and that sucks because you know there were good teams. There were still good teams in the, probably the nine, ten, ten slots. So that's why it sucked back then. If it, if we would have been doing that, yeah. I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of now that Jafar says, it's kind of said it. I mean, it does make some valid points, but I, I, I feel, I, I still kind of feel like it, 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 it adds a little extra drama to the, to the game, which I think. Des- the the NBA desperately needed to to add to inject some kind of difference or some kind of change into the into the format. I don't know. I like the I like I like playoff brackets like that. I think I don't know. I feel like if you're so good, you should be able to beat a single game or a, a team in a single season or a single game situation. 
But speaking remember, of brackets, oh, <laughs> I just use e brackets. No, e. I was just gonna say real quick. You know how back in the day when the Spurs were really good, the Spurs are really good, but they would always, not always, but they would often lose game ones. So if it came down to like a single game, damn, bro, that's yeah. they were always that, getting murked by the Grizzlies. <laughs> That, that is we have a fucking history with Memphis for some reason, dude. Like, or Memphis has just, like a history of just like beating us on games we really need to beat them in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. the Grizzlies. Speaking about brackets, oh, <laughs> uh, getting into we're getting close to the end here, but yeah, we did want to talk about our brackets. So, as you're listening to this episode, we should have already had our brackets up. Yeah, I mean, we we decided. To do a little fun just within here, just something that I think would be exciting for the listeners, for those who are listening, to see how good we do with our brackets. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should talk about mine first or last, just because mine is so fucking out there. <laughs> I, I, Let, I, let's start with the person who has the best bracket first, and then okay, okay. So well then, be, let me let me Falcon. go ahead. Let me go ahead and start here then. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he said best. Yeah. No, said the best. Yeah. I, that, then I, let me pull my bracket up then. I, I, if you keep on talking about best, I mean, my, my bracket is obviously the best. Oh, today's opposite oh. day. <laughs> well, you know, I had to give the Spurs a little bit of credit. And so I, I did pick them to, to beat the Grizzlies in the first round just because I wanted to give them some some hope. Figured if we had all our engines rolling strong, you know, everyone's doing good. We could we could pull the upset, even though we struggled against them throughout the season. I think one I think I remember one time during the season, they they beat us two days in a row because we paid, played them back to back and they knocked us from like the the number six seed all the way to the number 10 seed just like that <laughs> because the standings were so weird other than that i don't see anybody messing with brooklyn just because they have just too much star power it's a toss up for me between utah and phoenix i just feel like they're the two best teams in the west so i see them duking it out in the western conference finals and then i just kind of have utah Going to the finals, facing Brooklyn. Brooklyn coming out. I got contested the other day by Campus saying, "What you think you you think Dallas is gonna? I mean, you think Utah's gonna be Dallas?" And I was like, uh, "You know, I, I yes, I do." Mm-hmm. But uh, that's base. That's basically the gist of my bracket here. Man, so far so good for you. My West isn't pretty shab too shabby. I had the Lakers winning and being in the seventh slot. But I definitely didn't see the Warriors losing for the eighth slot because I definitely thought they'd be playing us and I definitely thought we would choke. But no, the Warriors ended up playing the Grizzlies and choking against the Grizzlies. So, <laughs> I mean, so the Grizzlies are the eighth slot, whatever. It doesn't matter because I had the Jazz getting past the first round anyway. And then below for the fourth and fifth matchup or seeds. It's Clippers and Mavs, that one was the one I was on the fence about for a long time because i love my boy luca but at the same time i was like the clippers have a healthy bench and a healthy team right now i honestly i i know they lost today i think they are already down 0-1 to to dallas mm-hmm. but i saw this this series going seven games anyway so <laughs> so i honestly still have the clippers getting out of there alive nuggets and blazers nuggets easy for me my boy joker and then i had the suns and lakers man that was tough but i think the Lakers, even though they're sitting at the seventh slot, 
and the Suns were pretty good this year. They're the defending champs, dude. And I've seen, I know LeBron's getting up there, but I've seen LeBron take over, dude. Like, he's been doing it for fucking over a decade. So I think he can get the Lakers out of that second round. I have the Jazz beating the Clippers because fuck, fuck Kawhi and Pandemic <laughs> P. And Pandemic P might be kicking in around that time. Yeah. So I see the Jazz going to the conference finals. Lakers again, I see them getting past the Nuggets because the Nuggets just don't have the experience. And then, so then I have the Lakers getting past the Jazz because it's the Jazz. And <laughs> Utah. <laughs> Cute. Lakers are going to the finals. For the East... Man, fuck, I was all over the place for uh, the play-in tournament. I had the Wizards beating the Celtics for the seventh slot. That didn't happen. And then I had the Celtics losing to the Hornets for the eighth slot. Hornets disappointed me. So now the Celtics, I think, are uh, the eighth. No, the Wizards are the eighth and the the Celtics are seventh. Either way, either way, neither one of them was going to get out of the first round. 76ers beating whoever the eighth seed is, yeah. I see the Knicks beating the Hawks because I actually kind of want the Knicks to, like, I feel bad for them. Because now that I know what it's like to not be in the playoffs, and it's only been two years in a row for the Spurs, I can't imagine being a Knicks fan Mm. and, like, not making the playoffs for, like, a decade. So I hope that the Knicks get onto the second round. Bucks beating the Heat. They they are already up 1-0. Nets, of course, will advance to the second round. Nets, of course, will advance to the conference finals. They will beat the Bucks because that's unfair. 76ers will beat the Knicks because it's the Knicks, and I just see Philly getting in there, especially with Embiid. 76ers versus Nets conference finals. That would be scary, but it's going. It's only going to go like six games. So it's going to be Nets versus Lakers, boy. And mm-hmm. that's where the Lakers will fall short and because it's KD, Harden, and Irving against an old LeBron, and a very soft Andre Drummond and Anthony Davis. And who, Kyle Kuzma going to step up? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I see the Nets winning everything. So so mine is drastically different from all of y'all's. And mine, mine's already half wrong. Be- well, it's already fully wrong, actually. Because <laughs> I had the Spurs winning the championship. And, yeah, first of all, okay, so first of all, before I get into my decision about the Spurs, you know, definitely... Going into the East, I dev- I didn't. I feel like y'all might have fallen into the ESPN trick because I do not think the Hornets would be able to beat the Pacers, not at all. Even with fucking uh, what's his name, Le- Le- what's which ball is he? I forget which ball he is. Lamelo, but Lamelo, yeah. I I did not see that progressing any further than it than it did. I was surprised, you know. I was watching the Wizards Celtics game. And, you know, one thing that the announcers did kept on talking about was, like, how different Westbrook looked. And I agree. Westbrook looked, like, not like Westbrook. And I feel like if he was the Westbrook that we all know and hate, I feel like he would have pulled that game out of the out of his ass there. But, of course, I'm wrong there, so fuck it. Yeah, I I have 76ers beating their, the, what is it, 8th team? AC? Yeah. Okay. AC, yeah. I have the 76ers beating them. I had the uh, the Nets beating the seventh seed. I had the Bucks losing to the Heat because the fucking Bucks have always disappointed. They disappointed me when they were playing the Raptors, and they disappointed me because I don't think they have the shooting. I understand. I understand they had some extra people added in there, but I just do not see them doing it. And I hear what you're saying about the Nets. You know, the Nets have a lot of firepower. But riddle me this, you know, what has happened with Harden in the in the playoffs? 
fucking goes MIA. Does just disappears. You know, he fucking I mean, well, I take that back. He did show up for the for the for against the Spurs and and knocked us out. But what happened the next round? He fucking lost when he was playing with the Thunder. He he went dry. And I feel like I, I think I said this in the text group, you know. The Nets are a good team, are, are a good group of players, but I don't think they're a team. Like, I feel like they're just a whole bunch of people, good play- basketball players, all together in a group playing basketball. But when it comes down to it, I don't think that they will be able to to beat an actual team. And I feel like the Heat is an actual team. I feel like the Heat is a little more a more established than the Nets, especially because, you know, a lot of the Nets just came into playing with the Nets this year. So I, I definitely feel like the Heat would end up beating the Nets, getting into the uh, the conference finals. Um, and then I do have the Knicks beating the 76ers because the 76ers are just, to me, they're trash. Like, I just think they're trash, especially because they have Danny Green. So that's just trash right there. <laughs> and then and then I had the Knicks losing to the Heat because I don't think the Knicks can do it. So I had the the Heat in the playoff or in the finals. And then going on the lower bracket, I had the Lakers of course continuing on. I have the Lakers beating the Suns because the Suns are good, but they're not going to they're not going to perform, I don't think. And then of course I have the Nuggets beating them and then I have the Lakers beating the Nuggets. And now getting into the category that I feel like sucked it up. Talking about the lower bracket, I of course I have the Clippers losing to the Mavs because fuck the Clippers. Fuck Kawhi, that bitch-ass bitch. So I have the Mavs moving on. And then talking about my Spurs. And look, I've got a very rational explanation for picking the Spurs to win the championship. And that explanation is that I am not going to turn my fucking back on them like y'all did. Y'all fucking fair-weather fucking Spurs fans. Fucking turn your back on, on your team. That's not me. I'll gladly take the punishment of eating the hottest wings in San Antonio to support my Spurs. Go Spurs, go. And I rest my case on that. <laughs> well, Kenta, this isn't a debate. <laughs> getting all hot Dude, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for the playing tournament to begin with, then Spurs wouldn't even be in that conversation, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess this is a situation where I'm like, I really wish they weren't in the playoffs. So I would that would have taken my 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 that away from me. So I as a had... traditionalist, I was like, Spurs don't belong in here. Put the Warriors. <laughs> there. No, if the Spurs have a chance, I'm gonna put them in there. I'm gonna say that they're gonna go the playoff tournament. Well, guess like what? If you were a Grizzlies fan, you'd be fucking happy as a fucking motherfucker right now. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet you Memphis I... is thrilled. And then they're going to be down 0-3 and be like, God damn, dude, I wish our season was over. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Like, that's going to be an interesting thing when they start playing because that's – I don't mm. see – well, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Jaw Morant was actually really good, so. I love Jaw. Man, if Spurs could trade two of their guards for Jaw Morant. I would take that. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I've liked John Morant since before he got drafted. I would find it. I found his highlights on YouTube. I was like, Jesus. I trade Dejounte and and Lonnie for for him. Oh wow! I'm not gonna lie, the John Morant's actually really good. He, he's gonna he he's a second year player now. He's gonna he's gonna grow up to be fucking fantastic. Him and Luca are the future. <laughs> Maybe Trey Young. I don't like Trey Young that much yet, though. Luca's already the present. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's own. He's owning. He owned the Clippers tonight. He had a triple double. 
Holy fuck, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had 21 in the first half. Maybe what? Yeah. Fuck I mean, my, Luca's my boy right now. Let me see. Let's look at it for you real. You were a Luca fan last year, too, weren't you? No. 31 oh! points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. I was a Luca fan because he, they were playing the Clippers, and I wanted yeah. him to fucking beat the Clippers, and he didn't do it last year, but I believe this year that he won't do it. But, all right, well... We're pretty much at time here, so... One second, I was going to say something, Siete, when you were about to talk about your bracket, like as you were preparing to talk about it, like I was kind of laughing inside because it made me it made me feel like it was uh, back in like high school or something where you're about to go up there and do a presentation and <laughs> and like you you know that you like messed up on your presentation. <laughs> 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 Like yeah, I can picture you at the podium and everything. Yeah, I might have. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck everything. I'm... And me and Jafar were just in the classroom, just like ready to laugh as you started your presentation. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck that. I am one hundred percent still. I, 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 I'm gonna come up with excuses. Fucking the the Grizzlies all were fucking on PEDs. They need to get tested for PEDs. <laughs> Not gonna change anything, but <laughs> I, I I said earlier that you know the the loser would eat the amount of wings by the amount of points that they lost by. But as we continue to go on, I I feel bad. I feel bad, and I don't know if we're gonna do that because I have to get a fifteen piece, bro. Could <laughs> 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 be bad. Like I'm starting to get to the point where like the other day, oh the Warriors lost yesterday, and that didn't hurt me because Jafar also pick them and so i was like i wanted the point but at the same time i was like well i guess it's one less wing for siete i guess it's fine <laughs> yeah it's i'm gonna be i'm not gonna be eating well that i'm not gonna be sleeping well that night yeah like, we're gonna eat salad up to that day yeah, yeah i know right like i just i just not that need to not have anything in my stomach when i eat that because it's just gonna fucking uh boil over on my ass but but ye well all right well that was a good episode of GSPN. We, I think we got a lot in there for being gone for so long. We got to talk about some sports. We'll definitely continue talking about our brackets. We'll definitely continue talking about games. We'll probably not talk about Spurs now because there's no Spurs. But <laughs> we'll we'll definitely you know talk about you know the games that we watch. We'll definitely probably highlight a, a series just to see you know what see what happens and all that. Maybe talk about it. But we'll figure that all out. But yeah, thank you all for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of GSPN. Hopefully you follow us on Facebook, Twitter. At some point we'll create an Instagram. I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited to to see how this tournament goes and how many wings I'm going to end up eating. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been the Sieto Uno. I'm signing off here. And of course, I'm accompanied by Dr. Farr. I'm in the light now. <laughs> and and Falcon Chew. Yee. Thank you all for listening. Catch us next week. Take care. Bye. That's Captain Yee. Falcon Chew. Captain Falcon Chew. Oh, yeah. We're back on track. <laughs>